eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Al and Jerry are here with more sports news and other stories that they couldn't get to during the morning show. It's Alan Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, here we go. We have a podcast week for you. Uh, I will do Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Al, as Chris Russo had once said, he's lazy, so he's going to take off Wednesday and Thursday. And I will fill that in with Bob Dwyer, who actually was pretty good last week. I heard uh, that Bob Dwyer challenged you. Now, I didn't listen to this uh, post game, but evidently Bob Dwyer, who uh, works in the back, not often on the microphone, uh, fills in for me producing. Yes. I had heard he challenged you, and the topic was, is Jerry angry? I don't say he didn't challenge me. He um, agreed with that premise, (laughs) which surprised me. Right. Now, as I kind of explained my case, I think he softened on it. But yes, I guess challenge is a good way to say it. He definitely was in that line of thinking. And where it all comes from, as he stated, which to me is not fair or accurate or right, is again coming down to the idea that I have headphones on when everybody comes in and I he thinks I'm ignoring them when in fact I have volume eight in my ears and I'm just not cognizant of what's going on around me. So it's really a very big misunderstanding. All right, that's fair. Now, may I ask you to rank in order ease to talk to on a microphone? Bob Dwyer, Eddie Scazzeri, CeeLo, Chris Lopresti. Different levels. Mm-hmm. And you? Well, I, I would assume I'm the best, so I'm just doing the other three. <laughs> All right, fine. So you're out of the equation. I'm you're out. number one. Number one. Al's the best. Yes, thank okay, you. Okay, fine. So with that aside, I would then go, that's a good one. Chris is last. Uh, CeeLo is last. Yeah, he's going to be fourth. Um, I'm going to go Bob and Eddie, two, three. And I only say it because I have more in common with Bob. Right. So the other day, I did not have time to prep for the podcast. I figured we would just kind of discuss whatever came to the top of my head. All right. Very easy to do that with Bob because I could talk about family stuff, kids, cars, music, we have very similar interests. Eddie is different. I love Eddie to death. Eddie and I have very different lives. Very different lives. We, Me and you do too, but we do have some common interests. So I would say you, Bob, Eddie, Chris. Got it. So CeeLo dead last. Oh, yeah. Mm. All right. What was that noise? Mm-mm. <laughs> uh, Jerry, um, I have this Netflix. I don't know. Are you a Netflix person? Yes, and I was watching a documentary on the Foo Fighters over the weekend. Yes, which I want to remember to 
put on my Netflix list so that I Are can watch that. Are you going to Netflix and chill with yourself? I'm going to Netflix and chill <laughs> by myself. That's right. I was watching one. Now, this is a strange one. You know, certain things get promoted on Netflix, meaning that they're on the front page as like new releases and uh, trending and that sort of thing. Are you going to do the same thing? I'm going to have the same question I have. Maybe. About Star Wars? No. Okay. What's your Star Wars one? Well, my seven-year-old is into Star Wars now a little bit, like his friends are. So he watched one of the new ones. I don't even know what in the hell I was watching, but he watched one the other day, and he wanted to see another one. So I went to Netflix. And I said, oh, look, trending, the original Star Wars when we were kids from like 1980 or whatever it was. 77. Okay, 77. Um, so I go, and get a, this is where we get introduced to C-3PO and, and what was the other one? R2-D2. So I hit it. I'm like, where is the watch button? Like, I can't watch it. I'm like, all right, let me try The Empire Strikes Back. Same thing. It's like they give you a description of the movie, but they really? don't have the movie. So I thought that's where you were going. On Netflix. On Netflix. They have I, the new ones, not the old ones. Okay. I was wondering on Netflix how something gets promoted in into, like, the new category or trending category. Because there was a documentary on there, and they even sent me an email about it. Like, you will love this documentary based on your taste. And in theory, it was called Discovering Bigfoot. It was a guy who had all this proof of Bigfoot existence. Right. It was so poorly done. It was terrible. <laughs> so you think I'd be interested in it because it's poorly done? No, I just wonder, did this guy pay Netflix to get the boost? Interesting. Because it wasn't, like, done well, well at how do you all. Even, how do you even get anything on Netflix? Another good question. Like, if you made a documentary... What is the what are the steps to get that to Netflix? Yeah. Because they can't be. There are some really bad documentaries on Netflix, so I don't know what that process is. Interesting. And how someone gets that, Jerry? Do they have the uh, documentary of the guy that did the McDonald's diet on there? Uh, Supersize me, yes. Now you saw he came and outed himself last week. Yes. About being a horrendous sexual predator, a harasser, harasser, or whatever. Yes. It is. I was wondering if they pulled that off Netflix. Good question. I got a lot of good questions. You don't have many answers, do you? Uh, yeah, I've got to pull up my Netflix, Jerry. Then I'll have all the answers for you. Uh, next up is uh, we got a, a Gina and I got a Christmas tree uh, of uh, maybe two weeks ago. A real one? A real one. Two, three weeks, two weeks ago. I'm I complimented say. you on the air Friday. How so? Well, when someone put, there was a posting on Twitter about tips to keep your Christmas tree alive and healthy. Oh, yes. And you responded, tip number one. Use water. Water it. <laughs> I thought that was funny. Yes, ABC News had those tips. There you go. Uh, but this this tree, we got a, a live tree. We uh, put it in the water like we're supposed to, and um, it's dead. <laughs> it's not sucking up the water. Really? Now, I wonder, were we supposed to cut the end off again to, I, to make it fresh so that it could suck up the water? I have no idea. But now Gina's like, we need to go get another tree. I'm like, am I going to buy another tree? Christmas is like three days. Why bother? Right. I think it can can last. You... Then she thinks that she thinks the lights are going to the lights are going to cause the tree to catch fire. They could if it's all dried out. It those is would it have brown? to be those. No, it's not brown yet. Those no, would have fine. to be lights from the 1970s. The lights of today don't get hot. Yeah, I just wouldn't leave them on when you go out. That's all. Right, that's what I said. It's We're fine. in the house and it catches fire. Well, I could home. put that out. What would you do if it caught fire? The tree? Yeah. I'd throw, I would um, throw a blanket on it. Okay. I was just wondering if you had a game plan. Probably a flammable blanket. Or would you 
trample over her on your way to the door. <laughs> it is right by the door. I probably bolt right for the door. You probably would. Let me Hope head right out. Home insurance. Now let me ask you this one, Jerry. In in, in uh, keeping with trees, do you go white lights or multicolored lights on no, your tree? No, we have colored lights. You do. Yeah. The bulb lights or yes. the tiny lights. The tiny lights. Tiny lights. Yes. Colored. Yeah. All right. It's a very good a, looking tree. More of a white light guy. You are. I am. I do not like a white light. Now, do you do lots of ornaments or no, specifically we... these ornaments represent us as a family? Or do you put jam as, because there's some people that will jam as many ornaments as they can onto their tree. And others that'll be like, these are the ornaments that represent us. We have a lot of ornaments. They all don't go on the tree. We're very selective. Every year's a little different. Mm-hmm. A lot of the ornaments are representative of our family, yes. Uh, like there will be a little Troy Aikman ornament. Right. A little the cowboy from flying in a plane. Right. Right. Got those. Uh, we will have picture ornaments of the boys when they were babies and a little older now. So, yeah, it's it's not too much. I'll say that. We don't do the tinsel and all that crap. Do you have any ornaments on your tree like where it's like a family of penguins and each penguin has painted on a name of a family member. Something no, like that. We do not. Polar bears. You. No, golf balls. Golf balls. We do have golf balls on the All tree. right. Golf uh, balls you know, on the We didn't the put tree. them on this year, actually, now that I think about it. The golf balls? They were not put on. Hmm. No, not this year. All right, that's the all the uh, Christmas. Golf balls didn't make the cut. That's all the Christmas things I have for you, Jerry. Does it feel like Christmas to you at all? Not I yet. said this to Boomer last week. Not yet. And he's like, what's wrong with you? I'm like, it doesn't feel like anything to me. It does not feel like Christmas right now. No. I don't know why. Well. Well. Moo. Yeah, I'm not sure. Moo. Uh, police now, Jerry. You know, the um, they call them porch pirates. Yes. We've uh, discussed people this. who steal packages around mm-hmm. this time of year. Well, you love the porch pirates. I do. Uh, police are now setting up bait packages. Now, we've heard of people putting uh, dirty diapers in a package and leaving it on their porch. Yes. For the porch pirates to steal, Jerry. Sure. And then they get home. What do they have? Nothing. No, they have a bunch of dirty diapers. Oh, I thought you meant... I'm sorry. I thought you meant the people. I would have nothing. Their packages would right. be there. Got it. Uh, police in Cambridge, Massachusetts, Jerry, are setting up packages where in the package they're putting... Um, uh, what do you call those things? Um, uh, GPS devices. Oh, I like that. So then the police then fire up the GPS and go find the people where they're living. That's awesome, by the way. The bait packages, those are called, Jerry. I like that. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Why don't we mm-hmm. think of that? Bait packages? Yeah. All right. That would have been a great business idea. It's bait packages. Because here's the thing. You only got to do it for six weeks out of the year. Maybe not. Yeah, about six weeks. Six weeks. You do it post Thanksgiving to about the week after Christmas. Return stuff be still being shipped around. Right. And then we are like gift detectives. Gift detectives. You hire us. We chip your gift mm-hmm. or whatever you're leaving out. And in case anything happens, we recover it for you. Right. If I was a porch pirate, I'd be worried I was going to get a diaper or dog poop in a box. I'd be worried about getting arrested. Yeah, I wouldn't think of that part. Not really worried about that stuff. I wouldn't think. I wouldn't really think about the GPS in a box. But check this out, Jerry. GPS in a box. A new study says people are taking Uber to the hospital instead of the ambulance because of because how expensive it is to take an ambulance. All right, you know what? How about that? That's okay. interesting. So about, how about five that? weeks ago, 
Yes. I ended up at the hospital. Oh, right. You, now you had a heart situation. I had a little bit of a heart situation. Boy, did it change the complexion of things to come. So when I went to the doctor to get basically a prescription for sore throat, they were something they didn't like about my heartbeat. They sent me immediately to the emergency room, which I thought was ridiculous at the time. I look back. It was ridiculous, but so be it. You're not going to screw around with your heart. Okay, How fine. did you get there? I drove. Mm-hmm. My point is, how much do you think my little soiree into the emergency room was? Just to, And you drove yourself. I drove myself. I didn't you get an go ambulance. to the emergency room. Point is, basically, you're talking about what an ambulance costs. How about when you get to the hospital, what it costs? Do you have any idea what that Very costs Very expensive. Me? Well, I'm sure the uh, hernia surgery I'm going to get a bill for, which I assume is just completely covered by insurance, and it won't be? It won't be, but a lot of it will be. All right. I mean, thousands upon thousands of dollars. For you to go to the emergency it's room? Unbe- yes. Yeah, I had, a, I had a cardiogram done. They took x-rays. They did. I had three tests done, blood work drawn. I was there for three hours, and the bill's like nine grand. What? So, yeah. The so imagine costs a lot of money. Imagine you're an Uber driver and you're picking somebody up who really needs an ambulance, but once doesn't want to pay for the ambulance. People are smart. How'd you get to the hospital? Uh, for my surgery? Yeah. I took a Lyft ride. <laughs> <laughs> now, that wasn't an ambulance Right. It was an emergency situation. situation. That's fine. It was not an emergency. Jerry, you know what could be an emergency situation? I really don't know, Al. You tell me. In this holiday time. Well, here's the thing. From now through December 31st, police across the United States are stepping up enforcement on drunk drivers. Good. You've heard of this, Jerry. Drive sober or get pulled over. Yeah. Yeah. It is a big deal to go drunk driving. Some people are like, oh, it's no big deal. No, it's a big deal. One, you could injure someone. Worse, you could kill someone. Uh, you could get into an accident. You could have to go to court and get a lawyer, which is pricey. How about this? You can ruin your life and someone else's. That's a better way to put it, Jerry. That's it. That's that is it. it. Don't be an idiot. Right. So, NHTSA, Jerry, they are the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. I, I know. I call them NHTSA. Encouraging people to plan a sober ride home ahead of time. So what you're going to want to do is to get the, um, what do we call this app, Jerry? The Safer Ride app. Which I have on my phone. Yes. It's very easy to use because when you're drunk, firing up an app to get you home, sometimes a little complicated. This makes it simple. Couple of buttons. One button, you might put uh, a friend's number mm-hmm. that you could call. Like, for instance, I'm going to put your number down. I hope so. Another one, you could put a taxi cab company. And then the other button just shows you on the map where you are so you could tell someone. Now, I'm having a party at my oh. house in a couple of weeks. All right. And I've all suggested to the couples coming over right. that they get the Safer Ride app on Perfect. their phone just in case they drink too much. Exactly, Or drink Jerry. it all, actually. Yes, that's what I'm suggesting. So drive sober. Or get pulled over in this holiday season. Don't ruin your holiday. Or your life. Or your life. Someone else's. Let me see what I got here, Jerry. There's a a wrestler, WWE wrestler, Enzo Amore. That's Amore. He's uh, very angry right now because the Delaware Department of Motor Vehicles is trying to get him to remove a... uh, 
a drawing that he made on his driver's license. He uh, what did he do? Put a mustache over his face? No, no. He drew a uh, penis under his photo with Why? testicles. His photo. Yeah. Okay. He posted a rant on Instagram with the caption, quote, I know my rights and I know how to sign my signature. He drew a penis as his signature on his driver's oh, license. Oh, I see. And they say, that's no good. He goes, well, that is my signature. Is it legitimately his signature? He claims. Because if it is, there's nothing they can do about it. I've got issues with the state of Delaware, Enzo says. I've been a busy guy lately. Been Abu Dhabi, been to India. And my phone has been ringing off the damn hook. Yeah, well, he's and signing I've, everything with a penis. And I've been hitting the FU button on the side and sending it straight to voicemail because I know who it is. It's the state of Delaware, and I know what they want. They want me to come in and get a new signature on my license because my current signature is unacceptable. I'm having a problem with my signature. Now, I'm not using penis and balls. Oh, uh, as my signature. Okay. My signature is not very representative uh, of my name. Okay. My legal name. Your name is so, Jerry Recco. Uh, my legal name is Gerard, though. Gerardo. So when I, not Gerardo, Gerard Jack. Gerard. Yes. So I don't use that. I never have. Okay. But when I open up bank accounts or anything legally, that's the name. So I just, we right. just bought a house a month ago. I nice. signed 250 documents. With my normal signature, which does not look like Gerard at all, looks like right. Jerry, or at least looks like a J. <laughs> um, and so, long story short, one of my online accounts no longer will accept my signature on checks that I try to deposit. It's a big problem. They're looking for Gerard, but that's not my signature. Oh, so that's kind of an issue. Now I wonder if all of a sudden I use penis and balls, right? You think they'd accept that? Well, then? it's not going well for Enzo, so I wouldn't do that. So no penis, no balls. No, there's a photo of a Jerry right there. So the way he has his signature right under his name. Not terrible looking, by the way. Good looking guy. Uh, looks like trouble, though. A, a beard. Long... I meant the signature. Oh, the signature. Yeah. He's okay. talented. Talented uh, writer of uh, penis and uh, balls. Did you draw that when you were a kid? I'm sure I did. Why did we? Because we're idiots. We all drew penises with testicles and a couple of hairs. You know what I was big for, though? I was more big on drawing football fields and the logos of the 50-yard line and really? the end zones. Yes, I still do that, actually, sadly. So that's something from your childhood <laughs> that you still fields. enjoy doing. Yes, I always found trying to do the baseball stadium cool, trying to make it symmetrical first base, second base, third base. Right, the football field is just a rectangle. Yeah, although getting the yard lines, if you don't have a ruler, can all of a sudden look very weird. I used to draw that a lot and still do. So. Okay. Jerry, did you happen to see the Foo Fighters from Saturday Night Live this week? I did because you told me about it yeah. on the drive-in, and it was very cool. Uh, Gunnar Esaizen had retweeted something where I saw it on the Twitter. The Foo Fighters uh, were the musical guest on SNL. They came out and they did, uh, it looked like just Dave Grohl doing Everlong. Yes, with just the guitar. Just the guitar, slow down acoustic, electric acoustic. And then, uh, bam, they blasted right into uh, Christmas Baby, Please Come Home. And then the instrumental Peanuts Christmas song. It took me a minute. Awesome. Now, you told me what it was. It would have yeah. taken me a minute to realize what they were doing, though. That was awesome. It was good. 
Kudos to them, Jerry. I hope that's in that documentary you recommend. Which I'm going to go home and finish watching because my doctor's appointment was moved to 3 o'clock. Would it be weird if you and I uh, at noon one day watched uh, Netflix together? I'm not chilling with you. Not Netflix and chill. If you want to come over and watch a documentary, that's fine. Come check out the house, yes. Netflix and a sandwich. get your lunch. Maybe we get like Jersey Mike subs. Yes, I would do that. Then we watch some And then I'll drop you off when I go pick up the kids at school. All right. It's fine. Periscope that for everybody. Let me see if I can. You don't have to periscope everything. Not everything. Some things are private. Okay. Come on, man. Let me uh, finish with one thing, Jerry. Let me see which of these items I want uh, the The most. man had a rash on his balls in Montana. Let me give you Portland, Oregon, Jerry. They're normally good for some things. A scissor-wielding man in Portland, Oregon. Sounds like a lovely story. Claims that his wife, Taylor Swift... No. Directed him to attack a man on a, on the streets. He's 43 years old. He was, quote, acting weird and menacing passerbys last Sunday when he began to chase a man named Andrew. He said that Taylor Swift wanted him to attack the man with a scissor. Okay. He said of him and Taylor Swift, quote, we are one. They're really not, though. See, this is what celebrities have to deal with, Jerry. I know. And she has a lot of uh, kind of weird people uh, chasing her down. cute, attractive female, so that doesn't surprise me. And people think uh, the music's talking to them. Do you, like, do you have those problems? Like, you I talk do not. to people on podcasts? Luckily, I do not. Oh, yeah. Nobody stalks you? Nobody stalks me. Okay. Although I got into quite uh, battles this weekend on Twitter, Jerry. Why? I was really fighting people. You must have been so bored. I enjoy fighting with people. I had tweeted, um, I tweeted, um, I said, I, I didn't care for Mike having 85 guests on. Yeah, yeah, I saw <laughs> that. And I didn't care for him talking to callers. But I really enjoyed his last 30 minutes on the air, just him and the microphone. That seems very respectful. What's wrong right. with that? People felt like uh, those first two parts of that tweet were me bad-mouthing Mike. No, that's just your opinion. So I didn't even listen to any of it. They went at me, and I went back at them. We battled. We battled. You we won. battled it out. The only thing I listened to was, uh, with your suggestion, I listened to Russo this morning. Right. What he said. Interesting. The Russo 13 minutes that yeah. I had uh, retweeted or tweeted out. Interesting. I enjoyed those. I liked Mike just talking to himself. I did not hear it. Uh, and we're in a new era now, Jerry. Oh, we are. And it that starts, begins it today. Starts, well, it really starts Monday. Monday. I'm sorry. Today's it Monday. really starts January second. Okay, but because some... what we've been doing for the last four minutes, four months has not changed. Okay, so fair enough. We'll finish out the week next week. Moose and Kim are in. Moose and Kim. And then January second, we'll be in with Greg. And then you'll have Carlin, Bart, and Maggie. Now, Got it. Carlin and Bart will be here today. Carlin okay. will be here all week. I don't know who who's working with them all week, but he'll be here. He'll be here. So that's new. Okay. Right? I think. That is new, yeah. At least he tweeted he's going to be here, so he did I don't tweet. know what the hell he's doing. He Maybe did it's tweet just today. I'm not sure. No, it's uh, Neil Best had uh, tweeted out a uh, screen grab from the WFAN website of the schedule for the oh, week. okay. So Chris is in all week. He is in all week, Mr. So Chris there you go. So the it starts new for them, for us later. Okay. Fair enough. Jerry, the warm-up show, that was actually earlier today. Today was really good. We could have done an hour and a half. Today was a good one, and uh, I have it for you right here. So, good morning, campers. It's the warm-up show with Alan Jerry, brought to you by Newcastle Building Products, the only streak-free roof from Scotch Garden 3M. 
Use it on your roof already. Hi, good Monday morning to you. This portion is sponsored by Walgreens, and I am going to assume that we're going to start with the stupidity of the NFL. Are we, Al Dukes? Oh, hi, Jerry. No, we're going to start with uh, today's the first day I was able to wear my skinny jeans since hernia surgery. So So it's about you. For those wondering, recovering well. Nobody was wondering. Thank you. Well, I had some people on Twitter, Jerry. I would... Beg why, to differ. Why didn't you answer them on Twitter? And also in the hallways here. So I'm just letting everyone so know. tell them. I do have skinny jeans on today. So like if you pass them in the hallway, oh, how are you feeling? You got to wait till the warm up. Yeah. Uh, got it. Tune in. We call that Jerry in the business. Maybe you're not familiar with it. A radio tease. Well, you didn't do it on the radio. Oh, well, I did it right here. But you teased them in the this newsroom. This is the radio. Teased them in the newsroom, delivered on the radio. Except that's they're still standing in the newsroom not that's listening. That's what it's all about. Yeah. Jerry, um, yesterday we had one of those catch-no-catch catch situations. The which, stupidity uh, of the NFL. We're really getting tired of yeah, at this you think? point. I think any rule, how about this? If the fans don't want it, and the players don't want it, and the owners don't want it, and probably the refs don't really want it, get rid of it. I agree. Simple. And I hope they get rid of it in this offseason because it's, it's, it's absurd. Yes. How about the fact that Jesse James... It, Right, that this is play, Eric Decker's uh, wife. Uh, yes, that that play was ruled an incomplete pass, and the guy on the Panthers was ruled in because his butt cheek hit the ground. Butt cheeks. So yes, yesterday there was um, the catch no catch. There was a was the butt cheeks in or out of bounds. And uh, in the Cowboy game, they measured a first down using a folded index card. Well, it was a piece of paper. Yeah, piece of paper. It is weird, though, that the tight end of the Steelers' name is Jesse James. Why is, is that weird? Eric Decker's wife's name. And he's a man, this uh, guy on the Steelers. He is bizarre. a man. Well, you could say that maybe it's a little bizarre that her name is Jesse. You could say that as well. Of one of those a great show on Nickelodeon, Nickelodeon called Jesse. One of those names that could go either way, which I would never name my kid. Like Chris. Right. Carol. Is a name that could do. I mean, go other both than ways. Carol O'Connor, what other guy is named Carol? I was hoping. I, I hope you didn't know, remember that one. I was going to go Carol O'Connor. It's Archie Bunker. How right. would you not remember him? Well, we're not all as old as you, Jerry. Archie Bunker was You're a long 50. time ago. One guy, though, Jerry, very unfortunate, took a lot of shrapnel after shrapnel. Yeah, took a lot of shrapnel after the Steeler uh, Patriots game. How so? He's a freelance tennis writer, Jerry, for the New York Times. He's a verified Twitter account. His name is Ben Rothenberg. Um, angry- People got Roethlisberger confused with Rothenberg? <laughs> Correct. How so? Well, they I mean, that's not a Jerry Sandusky, <laughs> the poor play-by-play guy from the Ravens, and Jerry Sandusky from Penn State. I get that one. Yeah, Ben Rothenberg, the writer, took a lot of heat yesterday. Are people this stupid? Yes. Well, as soon as they see a verified check, they're like, click. Uh, he, he was screen-grabbing all of the angry tweets. Why people would be angry at Ben Roethlisberger, the quarterback, for, for that a dumb game. decision on the interception? That's why. I would have blamed the. Catch I mean, you catch have rule. the field goal locked up. Why you're forcing a ball in? That's why people would be upset. I would think. Jerry, did that game live up to game of the year? As I saw all the graphics um, going across, my I would TV? say it was pretty damn entertaining. I mean, the fact that the Steelers go down the field in two plays the way they did, the way it ended, the Gronk stuff in the second half. How about this too? And you're watching the game. He scores the touchdown to go ahead. The idea that he didn't get a taunting penalty, he scores the touchdown, and then he stares down the defensive back and starts laughing and yelling at him before he turns to the crowd and does whatever the hell he did. 
I thought he should have got a taunting penalty. I agree with that, Jerry. It was fun watching those tiny Steeler cornerbacks. Well, they're all tiny in the NFL compared to Gronk. Yeah, after the game, they they went down to Tracy Wolfson on the sideline with Gronk. And she looked like his three-year-old daughter. Her <laughs> eyes were at his belly button. I, I was like, what is this? Is this man... He's huge, dude. A huge man, Jerry. Yes, he's a, he's a big dude. The Gronks. Uh, and then the Giants, they played the Eagles yesterday. They played. They played. Uh, Eli Manning at first was upset that... Uh, that some of their counts at the line were getting screwed up because of all of the Eagles fans making yeah. noise. But then he said he understood. That's what happens when you're 2-12 and 12 now. Sterling Shepard didn't understand. He asked after the game, where were all of our fans? They checked out when you guys <laughs> checked out five weeks ago oh. and got your coach fired and the GM fired. That's where they went. Good players are funny, aren't they? They sold their tickets. I mean, come on. On the internet. <laughs> and how about the Giants, the, the trifecta... Special teams disaster. Blocked extra point. Yeah. Blocked field goal. Blocked punt. Yeah, but that, in a way, that's a microcosm of their season. Even on a day where things are going well and they're scoring points and they're doing some good things, they screw it up another way. If I was a special teams coach, I'd call a meeting. I'd be like, who was supposed to be blocking here? (laughs) Somebody. Who's missing all their blocks? Imagine if it was was one guy. That was bad. When you look at the film, it's one guy. That's on all three? Give, yeah, I'm giving up all three blocks. You miss the guy blowing through on the uh, yeah. <laughs> on the block punt. You miss the guy in the extra point, and you missed him on the field goal. You're fired. You, sir, had a terrible game. <laughs> and then for all the— I hope uh, it's Eli Apple. That'd be funny. <laughs> that'd be awesome. Uh, Jerry, remember like throughout the season and throughout the last couple of years, uh, everyone thought Manish Mehta from the Daily News had, yeah. it, had it in for Mo Wilkerson? He did. And they said, oh, he used to, he beats up Mo Wilkerson in the paper. Turns he did. out, Yeah, but turns out Mo Wilkerson, not a good guy. Missed well, another that meeting. That doesn't mean he's not a good guy. Bad teammate, irresponsible, does not mean he's a bad guy. Well, two, two different things. Listen, he's two not. Two different things. We have people committing that are, crimes, we have but he's people, a bad guy. We have teammate. people here at this radio station that are habitually late. Really? They are not bad people. Who are those people? I am not going to Just say Just give on us the radio. one name, Jerry. I will not do one that. One name that we would all know. No. Well, I guess he's gone now. Mike Francesa. <laughs> <laughs> habitually you, late. <laughs> I mean, he's only there at one o'clock every day. Yes. No, I will not give you a name, but that doesn't make them bad people. Bad right. teammate, My irresponsible. Mistake. Now apologize. Those things. Uh, but not a good teammate. You would I would that. agree with that. I mean, you can't be showing up late and nonstop. Yes, I agree with that. Embarrassing. He Embarrassing. didn't even make the trip to New Orleans. That's what happens. Tough. You lose. What are you going to do, sir? And, get out. And Bryce Petty will start next week, although why that was a shock That was an anybody. entertaining game, though, from the standpoint of people thought the Jets would give you nothing. Right. And the defense created some turnovers. And how about the guy, what was his name, Michael Thomas? He scores two touchdowns and both of them get called back. <laughs> you didn't see the game, did you? Which game is this? <laughs> in New Orleans, you were saying, Jerry? <laughs> Two TDs. But... I you think you I was going to watch it. Jets, Saints? I actually, <laughs> you brought up the Giants. They're 2-12. I actually, two and wa- 12. actually did watch the I, Giants. You know game. what I watched? I watched the Panthers and the, um, what do you call it? The Panthers and the Packers. Well, I was red zoning, but then I also watched a lot of Giants-Eagles. Um, Got it. And I knew Nick Foles would not skip a beat. Like, that guy should be a starting quarterback somewhere. Well, he's got a great... He's He is you. I mean, he's your dream scenario. He's really good, but he's a backup making a fortune. Right. And does it... Now they need him. He'll play some good games, yeah. and then once he'll be back next year, and he goes back to sitting. Right. And now he'll get a bye. Oh, what a great scenario. You're funny. Do I have time for this... Oh, um, one more. What the hell? This Panthers owner, Jerry. 
So, um, or do that I, might be long. So long? why don't we hold it there? Although I will say that right. the Panthers did help out the Cowboys by winning yesterday. And I'm stunned you didn't bring up the fumble at the end of the Cowboy Raider game because that's a rule that you despise, and I completely agree with you. Jerry, that game ended at three o'clock in the morning. It's well, the game here. ended at midnight. It didn't end at three. It ended about oh, five early. and a half hours oh, okay. ago. But that having been said, we'll take a break. This portion sponsored by Walgreens. Need the right relief fast? Swing by Walgreens or Dwayne Reed with brand names like Vicks Dayquil and Nyquil Severe. You'll get maximum strength cold and flu relief day or night walgreens trusted since 1901 we trust boomer he's next on the fan it's the dynamic duo of alan jerry on the warm-up show brought to you by newcastle building products and the only streak-free roof from scotch garden 3m the superheroes of building products all right, welcome back. This portion is brought to you by Panera Bread. And, of course, yesterday the Giants and Jets both lost. Nets lost as well. We'll get to all of it with Boomer in just a few minutes. Get a Panera Bread gift card this holiday season for every $50 in gift cards purchased. You'll get a $10 bonus card. For more details, visit your local bakery cafe. I can't see anymore. You I'm need glasses, old. Jerry? Yeah, I, I think I do. All right. That's going to be a problem, not wearing glasses. Get yourself some reading glasses. Look mm. terrific on television. But then I'll look old like you do. Well... You wear those black glasses, yeah. you look like a grandfather. <laughs> those are grandfather glasses. <laughs> they are. Jerry, speaking of old grandfathers, Jerry Richardson, the Panthers owner, says he's selling the team amid some controversy that's come up over the weekend. Oh, you think, Al? Does not seem like a great place to work if you're a woman. The Panthers, Jerry. Here's some things that came up of what he's done over the years. Jeans Day? <laughs> On Jeans Day, he God. asked the women to uh, turn around uh, so he can check them out and also asked them how difficult it was getting their jeans on. Uh, he asked if he could shave their legs. Okay, what is that? I don't know what that is. He invited women, allegedly, Jerry, to suites where he would be barefoot wanting a foot rubs and would also, if you got in a car with him, Jerry, would he would offer and request that he put the seatbelt on for you so he could do a brush by. Uh, his life, as he knows, is over. It is over. As the owner of the Panthers, yes. And Diddy tweeted, Jerry, he is interested in Good buying the Panthers. Go, go buy the Panthers then. Then Steph Curry responded to him he saying, wants in. I'm in. Here's what I didn't like, though. He All says, right. I want to go get Kaepernick so he can compete with Cam Newton. If I'm Cam yeah. Newton, I'd be like, excuse me. Right. I'm Cam Newton. Yes. I don't need anybody to compete with me. Please. Yeah. So I don't think that's going to happen. I think P. Diddy or Diddy. Giancarlo Stanton Hello? joins Ellen Judge. <laughs> Is this thing Did on? 